Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt. And it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kind of like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can get more freedom in your life personally and professionally. This podcast is going to help you do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get this fear party started. You are listening to The Fear Boss Show, episode 25. This episode will contain some adult content and language, so please take care while listening. Welcome back to The Fear Boss Show, Fear Boss. Now, this is a show obsessed with helping you smash those comfort zones and experiment with your fear so you can be just a little bit braver than you were yesterday. Doesn't that sound good? Well, I hope you said yes, because I'm going to help you do that. And today's show, Fear Boss, is not what you expect. And it's honestly not what I expected yet. It will pack a big punch and teach some Fear Boss lessons that are critical now more than ever. But first, I got to ask you something. Do you get my weekly newsletter? (laughs) It's legit a fear party in your inbox each week. And I want to ask you to go sign up for it. You can do this. You can text BRAVE to 474747 to get yourself signed up. And that gives you some fun freebies for doing so. I mean, literally, my newsletter is one of the most popular things I do. And every Friday, I share five things I'm loving, learning, reading, gifting, doing, etc., all of it focused on helping you stay brave and be braver than you were yesterday by experimenting with your fear. Plus, I'm always throwing fun stuff in there, and I talk about things in my newsletter that I don't talk about anywhere else, so you may want to get you some of that. Also, I want to kick things off this week with our sponsor. You guys, it's a company called Teamy. Please don't fast forward through the podcast to get to the content because this company and this promo is a game changer. So I'm very picky about who I partner with. And when Teeny called, I was screaming, hell yes, here's the deal. Energy, energy is my superpower. And I always say that I don't have energy, I generate energy. That's a Brendan Bruchard quote that I love so much. Here's the deal. I'm a pretty I'd say I'm a pretty high vibe person most days, but I work hard as hell to keep it that way. And this includes doing things like working out, moving my body, getting good sleep, using essential oils, writing, playing, yeah, literally scheduling play into my calendar and getting my greens. The only catch is that they are so damn expensive and juicing is just super messy and who has the time. So Teamy has legit become my go-to superfood resource, especially their greens superfood blend. I just scoop a, a scoop into my tumbler, my cool Teamy tumbler, by the way, with cold water, and I am greened up. 
I'm not only saving so much money using it instead of buying green juices every week because it's so affordable, it's also really good and so easy to make. And Teamy is so much more than just greens, you guys. They have so many beautiful, effective plant-based products from detox teas to facial products to face wash and even green tea detox facial masks. Yum! So you guys, I'm obsessed and their Instagram is really fun to follow. And guess what? All Fear Bosses get 25 freaking percent off any order. Plus, and even more amazing, is that Timmy just sent me an email saying that they are donating a portion of all of their company proceeds to the NAACP in order to help support the change they want to see in the world. Hell yes. So I'm going to link up to Timmy in the show notes. And I'm just beyond excited to be able to share this beautiful company with you. So if you're looking to get some greens in your life, to get a little bit of a more organic facial product routine in your life, if you're looking to start incorporating detox teas into your life to help heal your gut, this is the company for you, and Fear Boss 25 gets you 25% off. I also want to shout out our Fear Boss of the Week, and this week it's, ready, wait for it, wait for it, Ashley A. from Denver. Ashley A., thank you for listening and for your beautiful podcast review on iTunes. And because you left a review, you are our Fear Boss of the Week. So I'm going to mail you a Fear Boss swag bag full of surprises. So just DM me your mailing address on Instagram or send me an email to hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. But here's what she wrote. It says, nuggets of goodness. Love Judy so much. I love you right back, Ashley A. And I love that she's real AF and that I can relate to her. I fell in love with her during a keynote early in her Fear Boss career and I was hooked. Oh my God, Ashley, you're an OG Fear Boss. Um, I work as a keynote speaker and I'm off the road right now and a lot of my keynotes have gone virtual, which is amazing. And we're doing so many cool things in the business, but I love hearing from Fear Bosses that saw me years ago and are now a part of the podcast community and our Fear Boss community at large. So I love that, Ashley. And she says this, I was so proud when she published her book. I binged it and then bought copies for my team. Oh my God, girl, I love you. And I was even happier when she started this podcast. Keep up the great work, Judy. Well, thank you for being here. And I want to reward you for that love. So send me a DM and we'll get a Fear Boss swag bag right out to you. So glad you're here. Okay, so I'm excited to jump into this week's episode. (laughs) Where Do I even start? Um, I guess at the beginning. So here we go. So I'm a huge fan of Mel Robbins. I have been following her work for years and have even had like total nerd alert, vulnerable nerd alert. I have even had her photo pinned to my vision board for the last three years. I don't know what it is. I just feel like, I've always felt like Mel and I should know each other, that she needs to be like my big sis, my biz mentor, and she has no doubt been a massive role model for me as I built and continue to build my speaking business and our online company. We also share the same love affair with radio. I was a radio television major in college, and did you know that I secretly want to become the Howard Stern of personal development? 
Okay, well, that's a, another story for another day. But yeah, we we share the same love of, of radio. She she really began her career in radio. And we also share the same obsession with a good curse word from time to time. Plus, she became the most booked female speaker in the United States and is the international best-selling author of a book called The Five-Second Rule. She went on to host a daytime TV show called The Mel Robbins Show. She has courses on Audible that are just insane, and she has grown her following on Instagram and really across the platforms to over 1 million people around the world. So I'll link up to Mel Robbins in the show notes, but if you don't know her, you should get to know her. She doesn't fuck around, and coaching is her number one passion and gift. So when she endorsed my book, Fear is My Homeboy, back in 2018, I legit lost my mind. Then I immediately cracked a bottle of champagne with my husband and we celebrated. I mean, it was a real magical day. No one tells you that when you write a book, you are responsible for your own endorsements. I mean, the more famous you are, the easier that gets because you become known and trusted and have a platform that gives you street cred. But when you're a newbie, (laughs) when you only have 1,500 followers on Instagram, which is what I had at that time, and you don't know any of the big fancy people that can give you the big fancy endorsements, you got to get creative which I did. And a side note, all the best shit comes from the struggle. You know that, right? Because you are forced to get creative and scrappy because there is legit no other way. So I got scrappy. We shared a mutual friend, a speaker's agent that booked us on speaking jobs, and he helped me get in touch with her team, which got my book draft in front of Mel. And when she said yes, I literally cried. No, seriously, I literally cried. I couldn't believe it. But I could believe it because I've been manifesting this moment for years, staring at her picture for years and have worked hard as hell to be ready when a badass opportunity like this presented itself to me. See, people aren't lucky. Did you know that too? People are just fucking brave. Luck is when your courage meets opportunity and then you slay that shit with your preparation. I knew it was going to be big to have her endorsement on the front cover of Fear is My Homeboy, and it's a gift she's given me that I could never even begin to repay her for. At this time, I still hadn't met her in person yet, only from afar. So last summer, when she was hosting her new daytime TV talk show, The Mel Robbins Show in New York, I bought a ticket. And I flew in that morning and home that night, bound and determined to meet her in person, thank her in person, and legit hand her a signed copy of my book. And I did it. I freaking did it. I bought the ticket, put myself on a plane, was the first in line to go into the show. I got there so early. I got myself in the front row. I brought books with me. I made friends with her incredible show producers, told them who I was and what I wanted to do. And then guess what? Your girl got herself backstage with Mel after the show finished taping. That right there is a story, a fear boss story in itself. You've got to get creative. You've got to find a way. If the door keeps closing on you, you gotta open the fucking window. And you have to be brave enough to try and ask. Listen, you will never get what you don't ask for, period. 
Then Mel literally blew up. I mean, she was already big, but she got so big. I mean, she was on magazine covers. She works with Oprah's producers. She's got a million followers on Instagram, a new book deal, online courses, just so much happening. And it was and is so much fun to watch her crush it. So when the book turned one, my book, Fear is My Homeboy, I knew that I had to get Mel on the podcast to celebrate, to share her with you, and to talk about what's going on in the world. So I reached out to my contacts on her team that could get me to Mel fast. Shout out to you, Jen and Megan. Love you guys. And we scheduled a time to record this episode for you, June 9th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Yo, I was pumped. We recorded on Zoom, had our cameras on, so I not only had the audio content with her, but I could share the video via YouTube. And uh, something new I'm considering is a, a live podcast show. More on that later. But the interview, you guys, was fucking fire. We spoke for like 35 minutes, and then I stopped recording. I went off the air, and we just started chatting offline about personal and business stuff totally off the record. Uh, she's a mentor for me. So I asked her a specific question around something we are making a big decision on. And before she answered, she said, Judy, you might want to hit the record button again on this. So you have it to refer back to. And so I did. And of course, she set me straight and gave me fire. It was so enlightening. And it really was what I needed to hear with this big business decision I'm struggling with right now. So we say goodbye. We swap cell phone numbers. Oh, my fucking God. It was so cool. And then I run out of my office to go see my husband who was outside with the dogs. He was watching them so they wouldn't go batshit crazy when, like, UPS pulls up mid-podcast interview because it happens every freaking time. So I fill him in. I'm all, you know, talking like this a mile a minute. And I fill him in on how awesome the interview was and all the things that happened. And I go back into my office to upload the Zoom recordings to Dropbox and double back them up. and. Nothing's fucking there. <laughs> my heart starts racing. I feel panic rising up in my throat on the verge of, of choking me out and sort of like taking my breath away. I see a recording on my Mac of my 20-minute personal call, the, the off-the-record personal call, the coaching call with Mel that she told me to hit record on. And I see the first three minutes of the Zoom, and it's just me waiting for Mel to come on. But that's it. At this point, I'm in full, oh my fucking God, this isn't happening mode. I search everywhere. I tear apart my computer and Zoom to see if it's like hiding secretly somewhere. Then I call Zoom and I wait forever to get on the phone with Zoom to see if by chance, by chance, I can save this. <sighs> but I can't. When I hit record again on Mel and I's private conversation, that little coaching call, it canceled out the podcast recording and stopped the full download of our interview. <laughs> Who fucking knew? Well, I guess I do now. I laid down on the floor of my office and I just cried, cried, big, sloppy, so pissed off at myself. The world is so unfair. I can't catch a break. Sorry for myself. Tears. And I just let it flow. After I collected myself, my badass husband walks into my office and he says, no mistakes, only gifts, remember? <laughs> and in my despair, I wanted to punch a hole in the wall and I wanted to take that mantra and tell it to piss off. But then he says something that got me up off the floor and into action. He said this, yeah, that episode you just recorded with Mel would have been amazing and it would have changed so many 
fear boss lives. But those last 15 minutes you had with Mel, with Mel offline, they're going to change your life. And right now, you needed that. We have a huge business decision to make. And Mel's advice in that last 15 minutes was the answer I never knew I needed and one that will change the course of my life and the course of my business. So while I'm so sad, I don't have that interview to share with you. I guess why you hear tears and you hear my emotions is that I have tears of love uh, for my husband and tears of joy for the future and tears of relief that I have a mindset that allows me to take the shitty things that happen and turn them into gifts. No mistakes, no failures, only gifts, only opportunities. This is why that is a fear boss core value. No mistakes, only gifts is so important. And this story and this episode is that mantra in action. So I'm going to turn that epic fail, right, air quotes, and that mistake, air quotes, into a big juicy gift and share that story, that story I just shared with you right here to remind you that shit happens. Also, After I collected myself and blew my nose like a thousand times from crying like a baby, I got onto the computer and typed out the big things I remembered from our interview so I could share my favorites with you. So here's the aha moments I had from my time with Mel on the phone. I asked her about her relationship with discomfort and how she stays brave when things get really uncomfortable and don't go her way. She had a show that got canceled, a book deal canceled, and it feels like COVID is literally canceling everything for everyone. So I asked her, you know, how do you keep going when you feel like the odds are stacked against you? This led us into a really cool conversation about comfort zones and freedom. You know, the Fear Boss mission is that we believe our freedom lives in smashing comfort zones, right? And so she then asked me, okay, well, hold on. How do you, Judy, how do you, Judy, define freedom? And I said, you know, well, I believe there are different kinds of freedom. There's mental freedom, the freedom to be focused and to design a life that gives you focus and clarity and and freedom in that capacity. I believe in physical freedom, the freedom to be able to move your body with energy and ease. There's financial freedom, the freedom to have money in the bank so that when shit hits the fan, you can survive and thrive. And then also professional freedom, the the freedom to do work we love the way we want with people that rock. And then I asked her, I stopped and I said, well, why do you ask me that question? And she said, well, so I know how to answer your question. Because for me, and this is Mel speaking, for Mel, freedom is being able to control her reactions. And you can see me on the video at this point. I immediately leaned in. As a natural born reactor, I mean, I'm half Italian. That's what I do. Uh, The way shit was handled in my house growing up was like lamps being thrown across the room to make a point. So yeah, I'm always on a mission to be less reactive and more responsive. So she went on to say, and I'm of course paraphrasing from my memory here. She said this, she goes, when bad things happen, when unexpected things happen, when things Things get really uncomfortable for her. She doesn't worry as much. And remember, this is someone who has struggled with this. Is another thing we have in common. She has struggled with anxiety and panic her whole life and has gotten that 
under control with her groundbreaking idea, this idea of the five-second rule. If you haven't read the book, you need to read the book. But she was saying when shit hits the fan and things get really uncomfortable for her, she doesn't worry because she knows she's free. Free from reacting in negative ways when bad things happen. This allows her to respond rather than react, and it allows her to stay in control keep her anxiety down, and keep things moving forward, right? And that was profound for me. As someone like Mel, who has struggled with anxiety my entire life, that's the freedom I really want, which is a big part of this mental freedom that I talk about. The freedom to be in control of how you react to the good and or bad things that are happening to you. Remember, our suffering really begins when we start attaching too much meaning to the good or bad things that are happening to us, right? So we don't know what's good or bad. We can't control other people, places, and or things, and you can't stop bad stuff from happening. But what you can control always is how you show up, how you react, and how you choose, because yes, it's a choice, to move forward in the face of uncertainty. When you truly understand, like to the core of your bones, that there are no failures, only opportunities, it's hard to be afraid. You go from fear to focus. And remember, fear hates focus because when you're focused, you are able to turn the shitty thing that happened into a really beautiful gift and or a really badass opportunity. And there's always a gift. You've just got to be brave enough to look. You have to choose to see your life only through the lens of possibility and positivity instead of negativity and fearing failure. I also ended the interview with a few rapid fire questions and I wanted to share some of her answers. They were really fun. So I asked her what her morning ritual looked like. And she said that she lays her workout clothes out the night prior so she doesn't have to think about it in the morning. And she puts them on first thing. That's what she does. Then she gets coffee. She does no email, no social media. Listen to that, fear boss. No email, no social media, especially in that first hour, 90 minutes of the day. She does a journal, a daily devotional, and then she moves her body and works out. After that, she begins her work day. So notice, we're always talking about this, right? How you spend the first 60 minutes of your day really determines what your life looks like. And when you control your morning, when you own your morning, you own your day. And when you own your days, you begin to own your life. So I loved Mel's answer to that because that is something a fear boss is always chasing. Then I asked her what the last thing she does before bed, and I realized I should have probably asked her what her favorite nighttime ritual was because her answer was, turn the light off, and we both started laughing. And then she goes, well, then I take off my clothes, and we had a good laugh about that because who knew Mel Robbins sleeps in the book. And then I asked her what her hype song was, like that song that just sort of fires her up, and this was her answer. You ready for it? All right. You know this song? Naughty word alert. Get ready. Get your motherfucking roll on. Little Nice For What by Drake. Ooh, Mel. I didn't expect that, and I love it. She says she's been doing a lot of yoga lately. Mel loves yoga, and they've been doing a lot of planks. And this is one of the songs that they play during their planks, and she's been holding a plank for almost two minutes, a little over two minutes. So that's her hype song, Nice For What by Drake. 
I asked her what her favorite book was. How could I not? And she said The Alchemist. So if you haven't read The Alchemist, I'll link up in the show notes, but it's such a beautiful book. I then asked her what her favorite purchase has been in the last six months under $100. And we ended up having this really long conversation about the Isle of Paradise self Tanner, which I guess is a freaking miracle. <laughs> so I've already checked it out. I got a, uh, it in my shopping cart and I can't wait to start using it because I try to do a good job of staying out of the sun. And when I am in the sun, I have like 55 and 60 on my body because, you know, wrinkles and I have light skin, right? I don't have super dark skin anyway. She said this stuff is a game changer. I love paradise, self tanner. Then I asked her, what did you want to be when you grew up? And she said, Oprah. And I think she's on the right track. I asked her what podcast she's binging, and she said none. I asked her what her Enneagram type was, and she goes, what's the Enneagram? I asked her what her power color is, and she said navy. And then I asked her what her pre-keynote ritual is. I think there's a lot of fear bosses that want to speak or do speak or just have to speak for their work environment. And it's nerve wracking. And even for a speaker, I'm a professional speaker. And I think every time you speak, you get nervous to speak. So I wanted to know her answer to that question. And she said, well, number one, I go to the bathroom and we had a good laugh about that. And then, and I loved this. She goes, I think about one person. If she can help one person, it's all worth it. She thinks about the stories and the emails and the testimonials from around the world sharing how the five-second rule has helped people not commit suicide, leave toxic relationships, lose weight, save their relationship, (laughs) save their business, start a business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this is huge for your boss. When you believe in what you do, when you are there to serve the audience and not yourself, You can't lose. You will lead with love and kick nerves to the curb with your focus on helping and teaching and serving that one audience member who can change their life with your idea. Okay, Fear Boss, there you have it. That was my interview fail with Mel Robbins. And I hope you allow this story today remind you that you can't really fail, that you can only win or learn and the choice is yours. And how you react to anything and everything is really what controls your future and your ability to be free as fuck. So Fear Boss, here's to smashing those comfort zones and not fearing failure because we know we are exactly where we're supposed to be and that what is happening in our lives is exactly what's supposed to be happening. Okay, Fear Boss, if you dug this episode, don't forget to throw your love my way in the reviews and every rating and review you leave on iTunes matters so much. Also, screenshot this episode and let me know that you're listening and talk to me. I want to hear your show ideas, questions, and inspiration. You can email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com or send a message to me on any of the social. I want to hear from you because this show is for you. As always, thank you for listening. And in the meantime, stay brave and keep experimenting with your fear. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand 
is on my heart, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with the fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at judyholler.com, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss 5, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things I'm loving, learning, and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter, and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on Google or type Judy Holler into Amazon and grab your copy. Last but not least, you can always come hang out with me on the social media. Instagram is my favorite place to be. I'm on Instagram at Judy Holler, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fears, my homeboy, and Twitter as well at Judy Holler. Until next time, Fear Boss, keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave.